Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Good to have you with us. Thanks again for the support, and thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening to, and now hopefully watching uh, this podcast on, on your favorite platform. From the Ironies of Ironies department we have in Chicago, the police are being demanded to go above and beyond the call of duty, ladies and gentlemen. Above and beyond the call of duty to handle ongoing protests, the unrest, even as political figures are calling for their departments to be defunded or abolished entirely. In Chicago, officers were reportedly ordered to work 12-hour shifts with no days off until further notice. All the while, the critics, including their elected officials in Chicago, want to strip them of their funding. Hell, they want to strip them of their dignity. They have no interest, these elected officials, in law and order. Remember, these are members of the new Democratic Socialist Party. They have no interest in your protection. What they have interest in is chaos. It's been proven. Evidence of the obvious is clearly sufficient. The, the new Democratic Socialist Party is interested in chaos because they know and they think that it l- makes it appear as if the president is helpless against all of this chaos and that it's his fault. So where officers were already working more demanding scheduled hours in light of the, ro- the looting, the rioting, the anarchy, the arson, the crime going on because of the phony narrative of Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd death, Mayor Lori Lightfoot steps in. And remember, she's no, she's no peach when it comes to supporting law enforcement. She wants to defund them, just as all of the new Democratic Socialist members do. Mayor Lightfoot, who looks like Beetlejuice in blackface, she gets on TV and is nothing but slander, demeaning, and besmirching law enforcement officers for the duration of her tenure of mayor of Chicago. She's the only, she's just a, a mere one example of how the members of the New Democratic Socialist Party behave toward American law enforcement officers. But the American public is waking up. They're waking up to the fact that it's only the blue states that have this chaos, the financial ruin, the economic ruin. It's the New Democratic Socialist Party-led states that are in crisis right now. You do not see Republican states in crisis and we are waking up. And I think that it's going to, it's going to bear out and bear fruit in, in the November elections. More on that in a minute. In other news today, the Supreme Court handed, uh, there was two, two debates going on in the Supreme Court today. One involved the Second Amendment and our right to bear arms. And they, they also gave the uh, LGBT community a, a big win today. Um, and, and I'm going to talk about that as well. I'm not necessarily against that ruling. I'm against what it may represent with regards to legislation. But, but they, they, I think they made the correct decision. But the, they're also um, talking about Title Seven rights of the Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act, where uh, we need to apply equal treatment to everybody, regardless of their sex or gender, uh, sexual identity, and so forth. And so. The decision was was based on three cases. Alito and Clemens were in the minority and wrote the dissenting opinion. And I think that what Alito said and others make sense is that, look, what we've done today is we've legislated from the bench. We have we have, as as justices on the Supreme Court said, that 
the law is this, and it, there was no existing Title VII protection for the LGBT community. So they made a protection, and they said it applies. The, the, the caveat to all that, and again, I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a bad and horrible decision. I mean, there are worse. There, it's not a hill I want to die on, in other words. I, I don't, I don't want to lose a lot of sleep about this judgment and this ruling today. However, I will say this. I think Alito was right when he said what we've done today is basically said the majority went too far, and he called the decision, quote-unquote, legislation. What we've, just, what we've just done is created legislation from the bench. It should have been Congress who would have, who would have enacted the amendment, the law, and said, hey, look, Title VII of the Civil Rights Act applies to the LGBT community. And then the president, if he agreed, would have signed it, and it would have become law. In this case, the Supreme Court made the law. So I do think that's a mistake. I think we've got to be careful because we are not ones, we do not want legislation from the bench. We want the courts to interpret the legislation as it's put forth by Congress. Absolutely. Uh, Kavanaugh said that under the Constitution, separation of powers, the responsibility to amend Title VII belongs to Congress and the president in the legislative process. And I agree with that. And he, he, and he continued, it does not belong to the court, to this court, to do that. So, again, not a hill that I'm going to die on, but th- food for thought. Uh, I, I think it was the right thing to do, and I don't disagree with the decision, but I wholeheartedly believe that this was the wrong way to go about it, the absolute wrong way. And I agree with Justice Kavanaugh to change the inclusion and protection in Title VII that Congress and the president should have been the branches of government that changed that in, and or enhance that legislation, not the Supreme Court. We've been trying to end the pathways where the court is legislating from the bench, right? We're not for that. You get these wacko judges in lower courts that are trying to legislate from the bench, and everybody, we're all against that. I mean, all of us on the right side, we're against that. And then we have, you know, the the descent into chaos goes even further with regards to the removal of statues and, you know, symbols of, of our past and our history that the New Democratic Socialist Party is not in favor in. Uh, you know, specifically, and I think obviously what comes to mind is the Confederacy, right? They want to eliminate it, erase it all. Statues, flags, important figures of that era, etc. Anything that symbolizes something that the radical New Democratic Socialists don't approve of is being vandalized. It's being destroyed or removed. Primarily the, the Confederate statues. And remember Christopher Columbus? He's another character, obviously outside the realm of the Confederacy. For those of you from Raytown, Missouri, uh, he is not part of the Confederacy. But he's, he's blamed for the mass murder of American natives, correct? He's, he's widely regarded by the members of the new radical Democratic Socialist Party as a murderer of the Native American people. And nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, it was inevitable. It was absolutely inevitable that the Americas were going to be discovered by somebody at some time, right, from Europe or wherever. We already know the Vikings landed here and did some things earlier on before Columbus. Um, but it's it was inevitable. And the accidental, you know, harm was, you know, smallpox and other diseases that the Europeans brought with them that wiped out many Native Americans. And that's tragic, and it's sad, but it was accidental. It wasn't on purpose. There's many arguments that have been made by other people much more brilliant than me, and I agree with them, that 
if it weren't for people like Christopher Columbus and the European settlers who enacted treaties um, with the Native American Indians, they, they actually helped save millions of American Native lives. The American Natives were warring with each other, their tribes were, many of them warring and wiping each other out, and by virtue of the treaties and so forth that we, uh, that, the, our, that our ancestors, the, the settlers and the pilgrims and, and those who would follow, enacted with the American Indians, we ended up saving many more American Indian lives than were ever killed by us. But the new radical Democratic Socialist Party will have none of that. They don't want to remember any of that. We're all part of, you know, the evil white race who has come in and we've destroyed the, the you know, the native cultures and the native lands. But never mind that they were doing that themselves long, long before we ever came around. But And now they want to remove Columbus, remove him all from history He's evil, and and then the Confederacy, of course, later, we all want to do that. Now, Nancy Pelosi wants to take Confederate statues out of uh, Statuary Hall in, in the Senate or Congress. And, you know, where, she, where she's been in office 50 years, 40 years, something extremely long, and all of a sudden now this is an issue, because the new Democratic Socialist Party on TV, ladies and gentlemen, the senators, the Congress people that are involved with the new Democratic Socialist Party, Pelosi, Schumer, Nadler, Schiff, all of them, Right? They're, they're not coddling to what the majority of the Americans want. They're coddling to their electoral base. Their electoral base are exactly who we're seeing on TV. The rioters, the looters, the arsonists, the anarchists, the illegal aliens. That's the electoral base of the new Democratic Socialist Party. And don't think for a minute that's not true. That's why they want to put mail-in ballots in the hands of these kinds of people. People who are used to committing forgery, who are used to lying, stealing, being dishonest. That's exactly right. But we've got to remember that the past is there for a reason, and that is to learn from it. So to try to erase the past is not only intellectually immature, it's just plain stupid and counterproductive. We, as a people, only get better when we look at our pasts and learn from it. When we see adversity and challenge, corruption, whatever in the past we learn from it we learn that we don't want to do it again the only way human beings get better is to reflect to reflect on what has come before and then to reflect further on how we want to change going forward hopefully it's changed for the better that self-recognition of wanting to change for the better it, it's the same think of any kind of personal adversity that you may have faced in life whether it's the death of a loved one whether it's the birth of a child who has a disability whether you've suffered cancer or divorce, I have suffered through all of those things. And I've come out on the other side, I hope, with lessons learned on how to live a better life that's filled with more empathy and understanding. You see, that's what tragedy and adversity does for us. It helps us become better. It helps us become more full human beings to have more full range of emotions and virtues, especially that of empathy and forgiveness and love. But if we try to erase everything that we've been through, all of the challenges, all of the adversities, and act as if they've never happened, we divorce ourselves from the opportunity of getting better, of learning from the past, of learning from the mistakes that we've made. But you see, the New Democratic Socialist Party and all of the crazy nut jobs that are out there trying to erase history don't understand that. They're simply coddling to a base of their electoral, their, their electoral base that is comprised of very evil, bad people. 
because they're not interested in helping you. They're not interested in talking about learning about the past or from it. It's not only the politicians, it's our educators as well. There's a huge problem in this country with educators being members of the New Democratic Socialist Party. Their liberal applications of education would preclude people like Columbus or General Robert E. Lee or the Confederacy in general from everything that we learn about because they have decided that it's evil and therefore they will not talk about it. Never mind that we don't get any better as a nation because we aren't given them the, uh, the opportunity to reflect upon those things. But they're not interested in taking care of you. They're interested in one thing, and that's power. And God help us if they ever get it. In November, with every decision and action that these new Democratic Socialist Party members are taking, it's my firm belief that the massive majority of people in this country see right through it and see it for what it is. Craziness. Craziness. And with every riot that they conduct, with every false panic, such as COVID-19 and economic shutdowns, with all of those things, with every time they do those things, they do one thing really well. They nudge the majority of the country and even some members of the minority towards the Republican Party. Even some of the whack jobs within their own party are seeing this as dangerous. I think you're going to be surprised in November in California, uh, in Michigan, uh, with regards to the presidential election. And I think that the New, Democrat, the New Democratic Socialist Party is actually nudging re, uh, blue states like California towards the red, towards the Republican Party. And I think that people are realizing that the New Democratic Socialist Party is not at all any longer an American political party. They are, in fact, divorcing themselves from this country based on their platform of rioting, looting, murder, rape, illegal entry into the country, arsonists, arson, and anarchy. And that's what they want because it commits and creates chaos. And to them, they think in the midst of chaos, they can have a power grab. We're not going to let it happen. I don't think the American people are going to let it happen. And I certainly don't think that the majority of the American people believe in what the new Democratic Socialist Party platform is. Count on it and believe it. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again next time. So long.